Hello, and welcome to another episode of Something Newsy. I'm your host for this episode, Matthew Martinez. I'm a staff writer at the Amusa Press. And today, we will have four discussions on the violence that goes on between chicken uh, restaurants, such as churches, the recent churches incident, and Popeye's violence with the surprising um, renewal of the chicken sandwich. We will be talking about the conflicts that are going on in Hong Kong and what has taken place with the college students and the government. Next, we will have pie talk as it relates to anything and everything about pies. Talking about Thanksgiving pies, what pies you need for Thanksgiving, the differences of pies, and pies in general. And lastly, we will be discussing the new Padre jerseys that Nike revealed to the public and how Nike has changed their jerseys to make sure it's baseball and they will be releasing soon. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Like and subscribe. And uh, yeah, enjoy. Worker shot his co worker shot his coworker, and they don't know the motive. So there have been many. So yeah, is there any parallels between them at all, or is there? No. I mean, I was trying to find a thread, but there's not. But those have all happened within the past three and a half months, and that's eight incidences. And there have been more that I left off because this podcast is long enough. There was a. An incident at a Chick-fil-A. There are plenty of Burger King-related incidents, McDonald's assaults, a lot of women throwing coffee in the faces of the workers because Jeez. they didn't get their cream or it wasn't fast enough. I don't know what's happening with people and why they're going collectively crazy. I don't know. But with the Popeye's thing, it kind of freaked me out, though, because it's like they had, this, they had this chicken sandwich on the menu forever. Now it gets popping. They take it off for like a couple of months just so that they can like grow chickens back again and then slaughter yeah. them again. Like, I don't know. It, it doesn't add up to me. Yeah. At, Maybe this, this is point. a good time to advocate for nationwide uh, vegetarianism. All right. You're, you're a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. Maybe huh? this is like I am yeah, not a vegetarian. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this could be the perfect open window. No, it's just food. Look what it's causing people to kill each other yeah, for some reason. <laughs> the violence is just out of hand, obviously, and inappropriate for fried chicken restaurants. Chicken-related <laughs> violence is not a sentence anyone should ever have to say, except for another chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. Well, like well would you would you have the Popeye's chicken sandwich? I have not tried it. No, there would a, you? Oh, I definitely would. There's a Popeye's right near my house. Yeah. Oh, but it's next remember. to a Burger King, so. Yesterday, driving on the way to school on Convoy Street, I passed, coming soon, Popeye's Chicken. I swear. Convoy Street, San Diego, 92111. You gotta try it. I I honestly do, because I always get the tender, so. So what is the, do you know what the sandwich is? I think it's, um. I've had it, nothing. It's just like, yeah. Fried chicken on a bun with, like, mayo and lettuce or something. It's not like a patty or anything. Yeah. It's like a. I ate um, yesterday at Shake Shack, the new one in Mission Valley, I ate um, their fried chicken sandwich, which is definitely the best chicken sandwich, fried chicken sandwich in Shake all Shack? of fast food. I don't like their burgers, but that's okay. some chicken sandwich. You don't like their burgers? No. no they don't no. compare to other places. Uh, it's a weird texture. I don't, even like, I don't even like their fries either. 
Oh, I like their fries. Maybe they're better on the East Coast. They're not greasy enough. I like a little more grease in my fries. Their milkshakes are good. (laughs) That's true. Salt Bay. Really? All right, well, I mean, are we still going to talk about chickens, or are we going to go to the... um, the next segment. Yeah, what is <laughs> um, I know, right? In other news, but not how how long is this anyway supposed to be? A total of 25. 25 minutes? Oh, so we'll just keep talking. We can edit this out. Yeah, we can edit it. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we can edit this out. Okay, so now for a more uh, pressing segment. Okay, well. Just kidding, it's very important. It's Hong Kong. So recently, it's been pretty significant in the news because it's kind of taken a gradual shift. Uh, it's something a lot of the, um, a little bit more violent, um, and um, a little bit more distancing itself from uh, the initial reason why the protest started. So, on November twelfth, which is just Tuesday, um, universities have been popping up with barricades um, from students and just protesters alike, uh, significantly at Chinese at the Chinese University of Hong Kong. Um, and this is for many reasons, because of, um, there have been a lot of cases where, uh, protesters have been being shot by the police. Um, on November 10th, a protester was shot, uh, point blank, at point blank, at point blank range by a police officer. Um, and the police officer was saying, like, his life was in danger or something. There's, like, a video of it that went viral. And then on October 1st, an 18-year-old student was shot in the chest by a police officer. Is trying to attack. And this is what started the riots? Or? No, no. This is what started um, something that's been happening a little bit more recently with universities. Um, universities have kind of been a hotspot for protesters uh, just within like, this past week. Um, and yeah, so um, as uh, Renee covered it, actually. Um, our editor, our news editor, she covered the Hong Kong protest. And um, she was talking about the shift from Originally, the protest being about the extradition bill to now um, just being about protecting democratic values in Hong Kong. Um, the extradition bill was actually uh, suspended officially on October 23rd. And, um, but there's still protests going on um, because um, they think the Hong Kong government is like untrustworthy with all these factors. Actually, the, the chief executive, or um, the well, basically, like, the, the leader of Hong Kong, um, Carrie Lam, she was quoted by saying she serves two masters, China and Hong Kong. Whoa. So they, they really, I guess the protesters are really um, against anything um, with, like, their uh, their territory being having anything to do with China. And, and like, that's what the protests are about now. So they've actually, um, this is what they want. CNN, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It just amazes me how, like, still in our lifetime, there's a country that's still communist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. China, Vietnam. That's such a big one. Yeah. Yeah, a big part of the world is still communist. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, there's a few countries. It's it's weird. Um, So this is what the protesters are asking for now. So the extradition bill has been suspended, and now they're demanding for uh, five things. The um, official withdrawal of the bill, which actually just happened on the 23rd, the leader for Carrie Lamb to step down, um, an inquiry into police brutality, Seriously? and then, yeah, and also for those who have been arrested to be released, and also for demo- uh, greater democratic freedom. This was all quoted by CNN. Dang, so they, they busting, police are busting people down over there? Uh, yeah, yeah, there's tons of videos everywhere about, um, 
just a well police reacting to protesters. I feel like no matter what any protest is about, once the police come in like that and start treating nonviolent protesters that way, it changes the shift of everything. Yeah, and that's what yeah the current um the current crazy protest. There, there's videos of people um here actually it was on BBC. Um, they're fighting uh the the police on on university campuses with uh, bows and arrows, bricks and other miscellaneous projectiles. That's what the students are throwing at the police? Yeah, they're, they're like going to war. It's like, if you look at images of Hong Kong at the moment, it looks like a post-apocalyptic, a post-apocalyptic city or something. It's, yeah, people are using a face mask and umbrellas to yeah, cover yeah, their yeah. faces from yeah. the technology. NPR reported, like, um, they were, like, they, they showed footage of, like, um, the young protesters. Uh, apparently, it's, like, mostly young protesters. They like they're coming up with like new innovative ways to like um, deter like the police from like hitting them. So like they got footage of people pouring water onto like uh, tear gas cans to like uh, prevent them from exploding or something. I've seen people with tennis rackets trying to throw. Them yeah, back. that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So young kids. Are... It's crazy. Yeah. I'm guessing they they grew up in a in a place where like my voice doesn't matter. Yeah, just yeah with democratic institutions, mm-hmm. and um, since 1997, China, mm-hmm. China took back uh, possession of uh, Hong Kong. I knew there was going to be violence when China took back Hong Kong. Yeah, of course. There had to be. I think people were hoping that, you know, democracy would be fine and would work there, but I didn't think China would get that, would let people get away with that because now it is Chinese, and that's yeah. the fact. Actually, um, it wasn't... Uh, the extradition bill, I think, was only one of the few um, legislation... Or like one of the legislation that China imp- or the China's implemented, if anything, or actually no, China didn't even implement it. That's been related to China. One of the few legislations that's been that's been related to China since uh, it's taken back Hong Kong. Um, but the thing is, it wasn't even China that tried to implement this legislation. It was Hong Kong. So it's the, there's a difference between the city of Hong Kong and mm-hmm. what? Oh well, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. Chinese wait, 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 wait. now, right? It's different from like the Republic. What? Oh, I thought the Republic of China now had rule over Hong Kong. Yeah, no, it does. Okay, it does. Wait, wait, wait. But it's, wait, it's, not, but it's, it's not, not a city in China. Yeah, oh, it, it's somewhere else. Right. So it's like DC compared to America? Like, is Hong Kong to China? Uh, kind of, but criminals yeah. from DC don't get extradited yeah. to America to go through awful Well, now they don't. Oh, yeah. Now no, they don't now, either. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, yeah. This whole time I thought Hong Kong was going to. No, yeah, it because it, well, obviously it's like it's in the middle of the map. You'd think so. It's like Beijing or Shanghai. This is why it's like so freaking confusing and important. Pay attention to this. Wow. Yeah, it, yeah. You have to dep- you have to pay attention to this because you have to understand like what democracy is, and this is a good embodiment of what it, what it means, what like why people fight for it. Yeah, I mean, especially young people. I'm still tripping out. <laughs> I'm serious. Like I honestly thought. Hong have you like reviewed the history of like a. Oh, honestly, no. You yeah. have to lose my memory, honestly. I don't know if I can explain that in like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me like spark notes or something. Nah, that's that is a that is a yeah. Trip. But again, yeah, now it's completely escalating, and um, it's kind of unpredictable where it's going to go from here. I think Carrie Lam has been announcing that um, these requests aren't going to be complete. Like she, she's um, the government um, doesn't want to completely meet all these requests. That they you think we're gonna step in and just be like, "Hey, you yeah. Uh, I don't think so. No, I'm just gonna let it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe the U.S. needs to step in. Maybe the U.S. needs to step in. 
just um, take care of her own shit for another. I think that's a whole another conversation. Yeah, this thing needs to take care of itself. See, this has been going on for like five months yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, these, these people are so organized. It's like you have to admire it. They're dealing with these, like trying to go up against these awful conditions and getting treated awfully, and they're not stopping. Mm-hmm. They're not like, let's not do it. We don't want to risk all this like bad shit happening. That stuff happening to us. <laughs> I'm sorry. I also wanted to say that um, it was uh, today that um, schools all throughout Hong Kong have um, have a shut have a shutdown just for today. Just K through twelve because of these protests for safety. Like it's gotten that bad to the point where children are. Um... You wouldn't think in twenty nineteen that you'd have to defend democracy. You know, no. like it seems like the norm, yeah. but it's not. Yeah, well, this is like a case kind of exclusive to Hong Kong. China. Yeah, it is. Did did this have any relations to the NBA and when they went over there and? Um. I don't know if you've heard about all that. Yeah, no, were, yeah, the, uh, was it LeBron? I think it was he, LeBron, yeah. He was trying to, he was defending Hong Kong's protests? I think so. I, I have no, I didn't. There's, not, there's been, like, a couple figures who've been, um, advocating for Hong Kong's protests, and, um, for example, uh, you know Blizzard? You know that company? It's, like, a gaming company? Yes. That's, they, um, yeah. they did, um. Yeah, they had, like, Call of Duty. Call of, uh, yeah. no, what was or, that? No, I'm sure they, like, partnered with The Monster <laughs> one. Um, well, uh, I don't know I don't what know, it is, but yeah. Anyways, the they, like, um. They broadcast live gaming events for uh, gamers and stuff like that. And uh, there was this programmer who just screamed on one of his uh, live streams and broadcasts. And he was like, um, he was like, he said, uh, "Free Hong Kong" along the lines of that. Actually, my friend was telling me about this. Um, and then, um, and then they uh, they banned him from from playing for Blizzard or something from that contest. Oh. Yeah. And now I know what it was. Bl- uh, Blizzard is uh, they made World of Warcraft. Oh yeah. They made World of Warcraft. <laughs> they did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the that's the game I was talking about. But yeah, that's just an example of, I is guess, the U.S. connect the U.S.'s connection to this incident that they're trying to appeal to China's uh, market and stuff like that. But other than that, I'm not. I don't really know what. Yeah, because I mean, I have like I saw it, like the whole um, thing with uh, the problem with China, and I never really read on it. Yeah, honestly, yeah. the whole. It's just, you bring me like, Yeah. Is he? Is it your turn? Yeah, let's turn this podcast into a pie cast, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're having pie talk now. Today, um, I think we should talk about pie, because uh, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. And, you know, pie is a traditional dessert of Thanksgiving. My family actually doesn't have pie at Thanksgiving. Wait, 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 your family does not have pie? No, we have something called icebox cake, which is, like, kind of, like, a, no, it's, like, an old-fashioned recipe, so there's, so, Nabisco. From where? So, Nabisco, the brand that makes Oreos, makes these, like, little tiny, like, thin wafers. They're the same taste as Oreo cookies. They just don't have the cream inside, and what we do is we make whipped cream. And we stack these so it's like cookie with cream, cookie with cream, oh. and then we cover it and then we shove it in the fridge for a few days, and then it's like eating a giant Oreo. It's delicious. So that's what my family does. We don't do pie. You guys make whipped cream though. Yeah. How you make whipped? Oh, cream? and you make the whipped cream. Yeah. Well, you put heavy whipping wow. cream, a little bit of vanilla, and some sugar if you want. I don't because no I, sugar. Well, you don't have to put sugar because, like, I personally, the cookies for me, like, they're, like, pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. So my family doesn't, like, for the specific recipe. And then you um, 
you whip the cream. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't do it by hand. We do it yeah, in like a stand a mixer. Yeah, because yeah, it's a bit. It's a bit easier. I made whipped cream. I do with the hand. Only one time. It was awful. How long did that take you? I, I can't remember, but it wasn't a fun time. But. Yeah, and then you have <laughs> to is? you have to yeah. watch the line between whipped cream and butter. Okay. So yeah, that's what my. Wait, 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 wait. What? Because <laughs> yeah, if you, you whip it, it too much, yeah, if you like churn butter, you're churning cream when you're making butter, and it turns into. Yeah. Yo, y'all just blowing my mind today with this <laughs> podcast today. No, yeah, so that's what my family does for Thanksgiving, but a lot of people tend to go with pie. So what um, I recently learned is that pie can be broken down into four basic categories. Cream, fruit, custard, and savory. So cream pie means that a cooked mixture is put into the baked crust, and then it's covered with, with whipped cream and it's put together like that. An example is like um, banana cream pie, or Mississippi mud pie is something because, like, the ganache filling gets made and then it gets put into the cooked um, chocolate crust. And then it gets covered in whipped cream and it's delicious. Highly recommend it. Then after that, there's a fruit pie, which is, you know, fruit is sliced or diced or chunked or blended or whatever, mixed with sugar and cornstarch and any other flavorings. And then that's put into a usually pre-baked pie shell and then that's cooked like that. So that's fruit pie, that's your apple, your strawberry, you know, any pie that starts with a fruit, that's how it's made. Then after that, there's a custard pie, which an example of this is like a lemon meringue or like key lime, which highly recommend. You guys had key lime pie? Yeah. It's like the cheesecakes of pie. It's so good. good. It's tart and creamy and yes. I've I've only had like the yogurt artificial. Oh, the key lime pie. The Yoplait. I should make a key lime pie. Bring it in for our last it's production. So good. With a graham cracker pie? Yeah, the graham cracker pie. But, I, graham cracker but I feel like any pie um, isn't good without a, a good crust. Yeah. And like this this one has a graham cracker crust, super buttery and crumbly. Oh, I love it. You make your own graham cracker? We don't make our own. I don't make my own graham crackers, but I've tried before. It, oh, they just, have you? They burnt. <laughs> okay. Because it's, it's a gentle line. Seems like you've explored a lot of food. Well, yeah. My, I t- like I said, my mom owned a cookie business. Yeah. And she just liked to bake before that. She just discovered cookies are easiest to sell. So I've, like, grown up baking my whole life. So you you're a foodie. was in East Meadow? Mm-hmm. What street? I don't remember, but it was right across from the Ralph's Italian Ices. Oh, yeah. That's all I can think of. And Papa Louie's. Pizzeria, which had, um, speaking of pie, it had pizza pie, and it had uh, spaghetti and meatballs and ricotta cheese baked on top. God, I miss pizza. So then the next type of pie is a custard pie, and that's where you put um, the uncooked mixture, which consists of eggs and uh, dairy, uh, usually some dairy of sorts, into a cooked crust. And that's like a lemon meringue pie, something like that, because, you know, or a pumpkin pie. And then the next is a savory pie, which is just savory ingredients in a pie. That could be a pot pie or a quiche or a shepherd's pie, which is different than a cottage pie. A shepherd's pie has lamb and a cottage pie has beef. Fun fact. It's like world's being rocked. So so we want want a cottage pie. A cottage pie is beef and it is of English origin. And it's covered and usually on top of, sometimes it's on the bottom and top with mashed potatoes. So, Isn't that a shepherd's pie? Shepherd's or, has lamb. Oh, you just said that. Yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> this is why we're here. Well, actually, I'm going to We're learning to, about pie. I'm yes. Gonna, I'm going to need to take my behind to the chicken pot pie place yeah. uh, on El Cajon Boulevard. There's a pot yeah, pie place on El Cajon Boulevard? Yep. 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 Where? There used yep. to be one in Claremont. Yep. It's gone. It's amazing. 
What's it called? The, what, chicken I've, pie shop. Chicken, yeah. Chicken pie shop. Okay, I will look that up because yeah. I have to take alcohol home to get to work. And uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it's a bunch of elderly people in there. <laughs> it's elderly you know? people. It's, yeah, it's elderly vibes. Elderlies yeah. make the best pie. <laughs> so yeah, I think it. Yeah, it, and, it, and it's not that it's not that um expensive either. I think it's like four bucks. Whoa, oh, four bucks for a pie? Yeah, chicken pot pie, dude. It's like it's they give you a whole meal too. Oh man, yeah, oh, nice. it's really good. So yeah, so those are some savory pies, and the different. Also, there's another difference between a pot pie and a standard meat pie. So I don't know about the pot pies you've been having, but a, a traditional pot pie is that the filling is put in a dish or a bowl or a, a ramekin. A ramekin, that's a good word. And then the crust is just put over it. That's a pot pie. Because it's a pie that's in a... In a pot. A meat pie, though, is a crust everywhere. Like uh, Sweeney Todd-esque, where the, the crust is put in the dish, and then it's baked and covered. And you could probably lift it out and takes like the... It stands alone as its own pie. So those are just the different um, kinds of pie. Like the general categories. Now, if we want to go into specifics... I like apple pie, and see, most people, they put um, just a regular full crust on, and they put some holes into vents, or they do a lattice pie. Let's see what I've done with my family, with my dad. I don't know if y'all have ever heard of this. He puts a put piece of cheddar or American cheese on top of his apple pie. It sounds really weird, and then he puts ice cream on top of it, but it's super good. I've heard that before. You have all the sweet, and then you have the salt. So Sounds what really American. Yeah, it's pretty American. <laughs> Apple pie with American cheese on top. Cheese yeah. ice cream. <laughs> is, it, is it like sharp cheese? Um, It could be sharp cheddar or it's some, usually he'll do American. So what I did to make that a little less um, disgusting and unappetizing looking is I made a cheddar cheese pie crust. Oh, that's cheddar a good Yeah. Pie it's just a normal, you know, like oh. um, flour, like ice water, stuff like that. But you add in shredded cheese. Oh, I see. Now, you make you make sure that cheese is very cold. You put it in the freezer for, like, 15 minutes before you shred it. So it like, shreds oh, very nicely. Shred. I don't know if you've ever shred warm cheese, but it kind of crumbles into this gross, sticky mess. When you're making pie, you want, like, your ingredients to be, like, like you with butter, you want it to be, like, ice cold. Is or the with fact biscuits. that you're cutting a lot of them? Yeah, because you're cutting a lot of it. You don't want it to melt. Um, it also makes for flakier biscuits when you're making biscuits like that. So cheese and apples. Cheese and apples. It's yeah. actually pretty. It's actually not that abnormal. My mom, whenever she makes grilled cheese, she puts apple slices mm-hmm. in. I might have to do the natural cheese with the with the apple slices. Yeah, it's cheese. it's pretty nacho good. Slices. I might have to do it. Oh, nacho like. cheese with apple slices. Yeah. In my family, we do this thing called apple pan dowdy. It's um. Oh, I've heard English, of that. It's a weird version that my grandma made: English muffins toasted with apple butter. Slices of apples, mozzarella cheese, and cinnamon sugar, and then you bake it. Oh, that is good. so good. Mm-hmm. I was trying to look at that. No, that is good. That's different, though, from a traditional pandality, which, for our uh, <laughs> listeners, it is, <laughs> it's when, um, like, usually biscuit or pie or some sort of, like, sweet dough is dropped into almost like a fruit soup. So a real apple, like not a real, but like more traditional apple pandowdy would probably be like an apple pie mixture that's just a little soupier. Mm-hmm. And then you drop like a scoop full of like biscuit dough on it and then you bake it like that. It's like almost like a crumble or a cobbler, but different because it has the word pandowdy in it. So what is it about apple pies that's better than other pies? Um, 
I'll be honest, I don't think apple pies are better than other pies. I think it's just one of the best pies that goes with the best crust. I think it's universally loved. But I will say, I am a strong believer in a strawberry rhubarb pie with a buttery crust. You guys said you'd never had strawberry rhubarb pie. Well, let me paint you a picture. So, well, my, <laughs> I was in Far Harbor in Maine, 2016. Weather mild. Um, and we walk into this we walk into this it looks like a pie shop right but you walk in you think you've walked in the wrong entrance because you're in the kitchen but then there's this one little table like the size of this notebook with a cash register on it and you buy a pie and they box it up for you right there and it was what like 20 bucks for a pie that was like I don't know the size it's like I'd say about yay big I don't know how to describe EA. <laughs> Izzy is now gesturing with her hand. And you know what? My family and I, and I'm talking about my two parents and I because my brothers weren't there. Three people, we ate that whole dang pie with a spoon. We never okay. once cut into it. And so you know what's what? a strawberry rhubarb pie? I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. So what happened is, let me tell you, we take our spoons and we put them in and it, the crust breaks. But it doesn't crack because it's not dry. It is buttery. So it, like it, that spoon takes that dive, and then you see the crust like crumble into the filling, which is a gorgeous, almost magenta coloring because of the strawberry and the rhubarb. See, no one puts you don't want to put the wrong part of the rhubarb in the pie because the leaves are very poisonous, and those make for a very bad pie. You use the red stalks, which go or which can turn pink, and they go very hand in hand with the strawberry because strawberries are, which happen to be my favorite fruit, also because they're so sweet and taste like candy. Go hand in hand with the tartness of the rhubarb, and then when you mix them with the mildness of the buttery crust, it's just, which is sprinkled with raw sugar to add for that little extra bit of crisp crunchiness. It's just, it's. It's the best pie I've ever had. And um, I have eaten a lot of pie. <laughs> what would you say your favorite pies are? I love banana cream. It's my all-time favorite, but my big issue is if I have one slice and it's fresh and then wait for to have leftovers the next day, the bananas have now browned inside, so I actually fork them out, and then I take a fresh banana and slice it <laughs> and eat the fresh banana with the pie. I'm that picky. That's so smart, though. It's so good with, with fresh bananas. A lot of people don't like brown bananas. I do, because it makes them sweeter. They're so but, mushy, though. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I get that. My brother and I, every time we buy bananas we, uh, to eat healthy, we know we're making banana bread in a week or two. <laughs> what about you, Justin? Um, well, I'm a big fan of cherry pie and blueberry pie. Those are like my two. Cherry pie my is two good. Go-tos. You don't hear people talk about cherry a lot. Yeah, I'm unique. <laughs> you are. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> Do you prefer this uh, a la mode on a plate, in a bowl, in a cup, with uh, a spoon, with a fork? I'm not sure. I mean, I guess this is a traditional fork. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to the more so unique forks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like Can't the idea crazy. of a la mode because the ice cream just melts and, and then it becomes soupy. So I'd rather have my ice cream on the side of the pie. See, now if you have a dry pie crust, though, ice cream really. Yeah. Or, like, I think you can't have apple pie without ice cream. 
ice cream sprinkled with a little bit of cinnamon and cayenne pepper, by the way. It's really good. You should try it. Whoa. Or curry powder. Your whole family has like some crazy I know. Yeah, <laughs> we are a weird bunch. Matt, what about you? Um, Alright, depending on the crust, I'll go pumpkin with a side of vanilla bean uh, ice cream. You can see the, fle- the vanilla bean flex in it. Yeah, and then also um, the Denny's apple crisp uh, dessert with a side of Vanilla ice cream. Fire. I would have to get these apple crisps. It, it was like four bucks. Four bucks? Four dollars. That's yeah. like how this means four bucks. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I try to, I, you know, I try to find the deals. Yeah. See, this is, see, pie, uh, it brings people together. It uh, it can tear people apart. And again, see Sweeney Todd. Just spoiler, he kills people and then puts them in the pies. That's what I mean by pie. Are you can serious? tear people apart. Yeah. It's called Sweeney it's not Todd. It's real. It's 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 a story. <laughs> the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. No, I, I mean I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah, and it was a movie. Johnny Depp. Yeah, I've oh, seen the Johnny um, Depp movie. I just I just didn't know. I knew he killed him. Helen Bonham didn't, Carter. I didn't know he put him in pies. No, yeah. Bro, did you watch the movie? <laughs> I watched a little bit of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. No, yeah, and it's uh, it's it's pretty awesome. I do. Um, I am a fan of any movie that has Johnny Depp and Helen Bonham Carter because I think they're pretty nice duo. But yeah. And then um, the last kind of pie that we're going to get into here is a mince pie. I lived my whole life thinking of mince pie because it's called mince meat. It's one of those nice meat pies you get, and they're really good, and you're like, holy crap, this is, like, delicious. Why have I not been eating this all my life? No, turns out mince meat is fruit, like dried, freaking boiled fruit. And then people put it in a pie and try to tell me it tastes good. No, thank you. It's actually traditionally made in England at Christmas time for the Christmas markets with the mulled wine, which is wine with a bunch of spices and oranges and cinnamon sticks. So this whole time you thought it was meat? Yeah, because it's called minced meat. meat. Yeah. Oh, okay. And you'd think it's just meat. And and you ate it. It it tasted, you you just like. No, I never ate it. Oh, I, I was just thinking that it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, he says, how do you eat it? And not yeah, yeah. It's I was fruit. just like, oh, I wonder how close to me it would taste. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, um, so yeah, that's um, the word on pies. Could you recommend any places to get some great pies? Not in California. I've only not lived, even Julian? I've only lived here for a little bit. I haven't oh, been to Julian yet. Mom's apple pies. I've heard, apple. and the apple dumplings. Oh, I don't know. I've heard. But I will say, um, if you ever find yourself on the East Coast, this isn't uh, necessary, but Long Island specifically, any good diner that will give you a cup of matzo ball soup and has the blue and white to-go cups that you get coffee in, home, um, you'll get a quality piece of pie there. That's what I can recommend. It is true. Yeah, so. Ooh, what about coconut cream pie? Ooh. Oh, what about coconut custard pie? Coconut cream pie. <laughs> coconut cream pie is pretty good, but so I will good. say that toasted or not toasted coconut can make or break any coconut dish. Mm-hmm. I prefer it toasted because otherwise it's chewy. And that is the final word on pie. And that is your pie talk. But anyways, in other news. <laughs> anyways. In other news. The best that's like whistle. No, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna need a uh, like a radio like music like break in just yeah. to like pull out of this in. But okay, um, wait, hold on, sorry. So we're editing like parts of like a lot of parts of this stuff out, right? Well now, now we are. Um, <laughs> naturally, yes. I mean, in a sense, yes, but usually podcasts are like 
They're just yeah, yeah, raw. yeah. Traditional. Yeah. yeah, they're just raw. Um, so like, right now, the audience would be listening to us talking about how to edit this podcast on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, you you did that like like ten minutes earlier though when we were talking about like editing stuff out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Okay. All right. If um, not, we sincerely apologize. Sincerely apologize. <laughs> sincerely apologize. <laughs> and Dad, if you're listening, please stop because I'm done talking. <laughs> but yeah, um, so my newsy take on this on Saturday, November 9th, um, the San Diego Padres uh, unveiled their new jerseys for the upcoming, what is it, 2020, 2020 2021 season. Um, they revealed five new colorways. One colorway was a white pinstripe. Uh, which is the home version. Uh, the away is a dark brown jersey. And I think the alternate is a gray with a brown pinstripe. And for Sundays, since San Diego is a military town, they unveiled two new colorways for the uh, Sunday games, which is a navy camo and a desert camo, uh, previously like they would for last season. Um, but they ended up using it again. And they also, the Padres just hired a new manager after, I think it was two days after the World Series. His name is, hold on, here we go. Wi-Fi is bad. But I don't know, it's uh, Jace Tingler. They just hired him uh, on October 31st. Um, this is his first managerial position in, I think, the pros. So we're going to have fun this time. Have you guys been to a baseball game? Have you? Uh, yeah, maybe like done a couple, but nothing crazy. None, nothing too crazy. Have you? I used to go to Mets games when I was a kid. That's Are it. we the only two Mets fans or no? Are In you the world? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> we have a Yankee fan here. Well, <laughs> My dad's a Yankee Which, fan. Which, by the way, I think the new uniform looks too much like the Yankee pinstripe. Yeah. I, I saw it on TV. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's going to be the Yankees just own that pinstripe. Yeah, but, um, exactly. But I don't know. There's something about the the brown pinstripes that make me excited for this new season. Um, I like it. But the one, the only thing I have a problem with uh, Nike taking over is where they're gonna put their logo on the Yankee jersey. I didn't know Nike was taking over. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Nike took over um, Woo, the the design for um, Major League Baseball's jerseys. Oh. So, but my thing is since Nike is a very logo esque. <laughs> Uh, company, and, yeah, with the swoosh and the Yankees being very pristine and classy and clean as they are, where are they going to put the Nike logo? Is it going to be next to the, the Nike emblem on here? Or are they going to put it on the sleeve? I don't know. We'll, that we'll is see. a good we'll, point. We'll, the we'll, Yankee symbol is pretty disgusting as it is. It's pretty classic, <laughs> you know, the, the N and the Y with mm-hmm. the stripes. Yeah, so... Um, Blue and orange. I think... Like I think I think this is the first capsule that they release. I think uh, the Diamondbacks, just like the Padres, release their jerseys as well. And I think within the coming months before, I think, winter meetings, all the the teams will unveil their uh, colorways for the new season. I'm glad they went back to brown. Did you? It's a little retro. Mm -hmm. I, I wanted, I think now, since they've gone back to brown, um, I think uh, they're going to start using orange, too, now. I hope mm-hmm. they do. I really do hope they do, because I think orange and blue is amazing. Um, 
But yeah. yeah. But yeah, um it's gonna be fun Sunday afternoons or on a random Tuesday seeing Brown again, so because I didn't like the 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 these past jerseys, they were just they just look plain and tacky. I don't even remember what they looked they like. Were, so they were they were just the- yeah, they were just like a a regular navy blue in a regular like font of some padres on it. It was just it was just bad. Nothing yeah, it was just no. But um but yeah. This is uh episode two of Something Newsy with the Mesa Press. Glad you guys can listen and tune in next time. Or don't. But tune in. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> or I don't. don't. <laughs> Five thousand likes and not <laughs> <laughs>